0: Have
1: you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast?
0: Proved that I, I can play at that level some of my best games are against some of the top teams in the world.
1: Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app.
0: OTB AM
1: The Sports Breakfast Show From Off the Ball hey, We're going to turn our attention to matters Kilkenny after yesterday's brilliant performance in that semi-final win over Clare. Delighted to say the former Kilkenny star Aidan Taggy Fogarty joins us on the line now. Morning, Taggy. How are things?
0: Morning, guys. Uh, things are all good, thank God. Yeah, a good Monday morning to be waking up
1: to. I can imagine, I can imagine. How are you feeling after that game yesterday? Um, it was a little bit nervy at some stages in the second half when Clare got back and and, and took that two point lead, but um, really just uh, the intensity again, that word that we, we've used for Limerick, ratcheted up a little bit for Kilkenny then for that last quarter, I guess.
0: Yeah, uh, it was a strange look to the old cliche, Shane. I thought to the game of two halves, really. Um, first half, I, I didn't think it was a great game, actually. I thought it was a mistakes more so on the Clare side I think the way they set up in the first half with the sweeper system didn't suit Clare at all uh, I was very surprised that they actually did it um, they didn't do it against Limerick um, so why would they do it against Gakeney I can understand maybe the reasoning that maybe last year we got ahead of them in the first half and they couldn't draw it back but uh, yeah that, that that for me that's where Clare lost the game and then like the second half it just exploded L- lads Like I don't know whether you are there in Croke Park but when Claire went ahead that first pint for me Galvin. Um, and I think the 50th of for her first minute, the place just erupted. It had to be been four to one for, for, for Claire up there in, in terms of support. And I was saying, we are in trouble here. And the one thing I was kind of saying, I was on local radio, I was saying, if, if Claire get their tails up and get the crowd behind them, they're going to be, um, very, very hard to stop. And I was worried at that stage of the, uh, of the game, you know, and, I suppose you talk about momentum swings and different shifts and, and, and big calls in the game, you know, we, we got a goal and that stemmed our momentum and that was a huge turning point for any
1: point of view. It was, wasn't it? And it was that, um, I guess Sheena Mori playing that defensive role left the Clare forwards having to work probably twice as hard, which which only added to it.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Like uh, It just totally stemmed the way he even Claire played, I felt. Um, you know, And first of all, Shane Amore, I didn't feel... First of all, he, he played the role well. Um, I think it's after 25, 30 minutes, he was actually changed and John Collins started playing the sweeper role in, in that first half. I don't know he he's, he's seen it, but he was taken off and he was put to, to be a man-marking job and Cullen was a spare man. And I could just see like the likes of maybe David McInerney looking up, Ryan Taylor kind of looked up, Peter Duggan was kind of... Stem looking up and there's only one man inside and Richie Reid was in front. Shane O'Donnell was usually kind of the man inside and Hugh Lauder was man marking him. And then they were kind of go, trying to go lateral across the field and it was just breaking down and it was just totally stemming the flow of Clare. You seen it maybe in the second half where Clare just came right after Kenny. The intensity just totally, you know, lifted and they were hitting that full forward line where Galvin was inside. Mark Rogers started to play really well. Shane O'Donnell obviously came into the game, got a superb goal. And the whole tide just they, just just turned. And you can see in the first half, it was just stemming their tide. They were looking, they were going lateral. And Kilkenny was just so ravenous in the tackle. And they were so clinical in what they were doing. They were just breaking down. That last pass was just failing. And then Kilkenny were able to, um, to start the momentum. And we had an out ball to O'Cody. O'Cody was just in phenomenal form. He he was just unmarkable. Um, he was getting good quality ball, but he's also winning back ball and getting points on the scoreboard. You know, And that's just... Just a, such a hard thing to do as a corner forward. You see, Galan maybe getting perfect ball and sticking it over the bar, but Owen was uh, like working, winning ball back and, and and throwing it over the bar. And to, like the, to, as I said, two halves, two totally different halves, and it just felt clear left it on, on, the, on the field. Their so cautious approach in the first half really, really cost them.
2: So. In that first half, uh, Taggy, I was sitting behind uh, Ole Murphy, right? I was in the Davin stand. So Richie Reid's looseness was very obvious to everyone in the Davin stand and the option that was, I suppose, given then in terms of the restarts. We talk about Kilkenny not playing the short game in previous years and they were excellent at it yesterday. And I think that was probably instigated by the fact that Brian Lohan decided to play with the sweeper because I don't think Kilkenny would have gone with a sweeper ever. Would, would you agree?
0: Yeah, no, like we don't, Kenny, don't go with a sweeper. We weren't going to go with a sweeper yesterday. Uh, that's for sure. It's not our style. It's, it's not our mantra. Um look, if needs be, need be. Like managers aren't stupid, and Derek is not stupid. Like if if you'd have to go with a sweeper, you go with a sweeper. But this Kenny team, I feel there's enough of guys there to, to stand up. Enough of uh, kind of characters on the team. Enough of uh, experience in the team. Uh, enough of good players to go one on one, so I I feel that Kilkenny were never going to go sweeper. And you mentioned that there uh, Kilkenny this year, their use of the ball is a lot lot better than it has been over the years. Now it has been coming into the team. In fairness, no Brian was bringing it into the team, but I just think in the big game scenarios, it's okay when you're ten twelve points up in a league match, or maybe you know for round championship. You know, where does not it's not knockout. Uh, but we've seen it, Michael Kenny, maybe in our Ireland finals and semi finals where they kind of panic and they started to, you know, lump ball down on the, on the full back line or the, on, on our full forward line and, and we're losing out there. But yesterday, you know, they, they were taking that, uh, 50-50 pass where they were going lateral, they were finding the man in the best position and our delivery into the forward line was excellent. You know, I thought it was really, really good. Uh, we were hitting Billy Ryan, we were hitting On Cody and we're avoiding, uh, their sweep of Shadnamori, you know, and as I said, he probably didn't play the sweeper well, well, uh, role well. He probably is not used to it. And, uh, you know, he wasn't finding himself in the better positions of cutting out them balls. Uh, but we were definitely more confident in that, playing the short role under the massive pressure of an Ireland semi-final. Uh, and we stuck to the plan. No, we didn't seem to panic. If anything, the panic came from Claire Mavis.
2: You know, the role, obviously, um, Adrian Mullen played yesterday, you know, there was a lot of doubt about whether he would start, but evidently he was critical to what Kilkenny did right yesterday, uh, pink boots aside. But he was certainly, you know, the instigator of all of of that, I suppose, really clever play around the middle of the field and chipped in with two points. You'd probably agree that he was kind of one of the mainstays yesterday in terms of, of getting Kilkenny over the line.
0: Yeah, he is, yeah. I, I don't know if he's wearing pink boots and buying his time, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be the old Gold Cup, uh, black and white ones that uh, say, <laughs> you know, where are you going, them Yorks? Very uh, brave. Oh. <laughs> yeah, very brave, yeah. So that's what Derek has brought to, you know, a bit of uh, you know, players can do kind of a, a bit more freedom on the pitch, but, um, <laughs> AJ Mullen is a huge cog in the Kenny team and, and has been for the last couple of years. And, uh, him to play and he was in midfield. He was on, you know, Dave Fisher was on him. He picked up Cottle Malone at times. Uh, but he got a score on the sideline. Uh, just a phenomenal score and uh, put it over the bar on his left hand side. But his work rate, you know, but even talking to the guys there, like he'd be in training. He's going like when you're sprinting, you're going like 100%. He's going 95% all the time. So he's making runs even off the ball and he's sprinting and he mightn't even see it, and he mightn't even get the ball, but he's dragging the player with him. And then he's just get, getting in tackles. He's getting in big hits. You no, know, I haven't seen the game back now, but I seen one hit he, he gave John Conlon and uh, left him on the ground. The wasn't really caught, and the ball is up the field. But these are massive hits, and he's just a, such a strong player, uh, a real leader. And what he's kind of doing now, he, he he's doing a job kind of like maybe Connor Fawcett, the kind of thing that his work rate is huge, but he's chipping in with them two or three points. And if you leave him isolated in the middle of the field, he will put them over the bar. And, that, and lads have to kind of go out to him then and go, right, we have to pick up Adrian Mullen And that leaves another gap up front for for the opposition team. So a huge cog in the team. Uh, he was getting strapped. I was worried about him. Uh, he trained the, um, the week coming up to it. But the week coming up to it, you're only kind of poking around. You're not doing a whole lot of physical activity. So he was getting strapped beforehand. I was worried about him. But no, look, a, a great game. And to miss out on so much, you could probably do the running. But in that match intensity, to come back after kind of four or five weeks and get into it straight away, uh, he's a great player.
1: Like Kenny strength and depth as well, Taggy. Like it's probably one area in which they've improved and and, and caught up to Limerick as well it, in some regard. Like you look at the bench: uh, Yastrick, Buckley, Waterwatch, Richie Hogan, Billy Drennan, uh, Keane Kenny comes in as well. Like they have some serious serious options there.
0: Yeah, excellent options. Um, look, I think Derry coming in this year has married this Kenny team very very well. Um, he's kind of rejuvenated the kind of. The, old, the elder statesman he could have came in and made a big statement and dropped one or two guys and said I'm in this is my team my panel but he didn't he came in and he kind of if anything he's rejuvenated the older guys he's, Well if you look uh, at
2: Conor Fogarty's uh, stop yesterday I think Owen Murphy thought he was going to save the ball and, and Fogarty's in before him yeah. you know that's the discipline and the drive that's there in that setup. so Fogarty'd probably be a player you're talking
0: about there Forty, uh, Walter Welsh coming on the last day, uh Richie Hogan even coming on yesterday, you know, obviously caught for a little bit of pace, but you no, know, just that little bit of cuteness and uh, come on. Killian Buckley, you know, Killian Buckley haven't seen a whole lot of game time in the last two or three years. Never mind this year. You know, he's been in and out, he's been open nip- <laughs> up with injuries but he came on uh, at the bench, and that—that's another thing. He's getting married today for so I, I don't I know what's going to happen there. Jesus, Christ. <laughs> um, so that was a, that was a bad mistake. You're talking about John <laughs> Condon's oh, uh, brother getting uh, getting married, but I think the, yeah, he's a, he's down for the Saturday beforehand. So I don't know what's going to happen. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, he has rejuvenated, and then he slipped in like the likes of David Blanchfield. He slipped in the likes of Tom Thielen there into wing forward without any kind of fuss. Um, you know, Billy Drennan has up to come on. Timmy Clifford is on the panel, and um, you know, and and. I won't say the guys are nearly happy to come off the, the bench and uh, and do a job, but they seem to be coming off the bench and making an impact, and that means they're kind of happy, in, you know, happy in say coming on and making a difference. And it's about the panel, it's about the spirit, and I think the lens, I think the Leinster finals after helping that immensely. Uh, the manner in which they won it the last time I seen Kilkenny uh, management team jumping around after winning the Leinster final was a long, long time ago, and I think that really brought them together in terms of spirit, uh, in terms of like you know, obviously the night enjoyed it, Monday enjoyed it, and I think it really, really brought them together. Um, you know, so as a panel, I, I think they're, they're really, really together. I think they're really, really good spirit. They're coming up against a juggernaut now in two weeks time. Uh, but yeah, f- for me, the bench, big difference yesterday towards Claire's bench. You know, Brian Lowen took a long time there before he made changes. Derek was making changes 10 minutes into the second half because he knew they were coming at us, you know, but on Walter Walsh, as I said, Killian Buckley, uh, Parag Walsh, um, Richie Hogan, you know, and they all, Keane C- Kenny came on and got a pint. They all made a bit of a difference. That that was one key factor, you know, and a lot of key factors yesterday. Owen Murphy save, lads. Oh, I don't know. Oh. It's it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. in Craw Park, uh, just phenomenal. Um, you know, for, first of all for Peter Duggan, who actually played very well yesterday in Thurles um, When he just volleyed, that was there, oh goal like straight <laughs> straight away. That's, yeah. that's a goal. It has to be uh, because even the manner amount of players that was in front of Owen Murphy. You know, even the time to get to see that ball, and then his athleticism, just to kind of jump jump off the ground and, and get it, and not even stop it, not even get a hurl to it. Yeah, if you look at it back, he, he got a little flick to his wrist to even flick it up that little bit more higher just onto the crossbar. And, uh, you know, it just... It was the save as been said the right save for the
1: ages. It was just and old Murphy like gee, he just. Well, you can send you can send the all star in the post to Len Moore at this stage, can't you?
0: Oh look, it, it's there. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. It's in the back pocket. And uh, no, a no better man and uh, lovely chap as well. And, uh, and that that was one save. And then he made another brilliant save as well in, in um, the first half. You have to remember as well, um, you know, and his puck outs, um, everything, and he catching ball. There's a ball going over the bar, and he caught it. Um, uh, it was Looks like dropped short. But he actually caught it. Was going over the bar, and he, he just leapt off his feet and caught it. Um, just superb. But lads, that 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 save, um, I've never seen that like like one of the best saves I've ever seen in Crawford. And in the in the context of the game, of of where the match was at, uh, in the enormity of the match itself, semi final, uh, it, it had it had everything. I was
2: saying to the lads that in that split second, the whole stadium went eerily quiet because no one knew where the ball was after Peter Duggan had volleyed it, and then it. It went in nearly into fast forward when they realised that he had done this incredible thing. But yeah. aside from the incredible save and something that's probably gone under the radar is TJ Reid is now all-time top scorer with another incredible performance yesterday and a real battling performance.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I suppose that was another aspect maybe of the win. How clinically Kenny were, um, the big players uh, stood up Owen uh, Murphy in the goal, uh, TJ Reid, um, Owen Cody stood up, Adrian Mullen, you know, Connor Fogarty. These lads were just immense. But TJ Reid, lads, what I seen him doing yesterday, the man is 36 years of age next year. Um, he was on the 14 yard line clearing balls, getting fouled. Uh, he was catching ball. He was bringing players into the game. He was winning freeze. He was scoring unbelievable freeze. Like, it, it just looked so easy for him. But he was on his own 65. He was below. He was on the 70 um, yard line and he was putting balls over the bar. And the man was just rolling back the years. Just so humble uh, it, it, as a person himself, it's just second nature to him now to be turning up into these games and, and doing what he's doing. It was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Twelve points I think in total. Sideline cuts, then you can throw it in for for a bit of crack there towards the end <laughs> <laughs> to go to to go two pints off. Um, it was absolutely phenomenal uh, what he did. Uh, All time scorer now. Um, no no better man deserves it better. Uh, at the beginning of the year. You know, he was kind of uh, struggling for a bit of match uh, fitness, but we knew that the more matches TJ gets into him, the better he will get. And we need a massive one from him, honestly, in two weeks' time. But Justin, in yes, his performers, he was just absolutely phenomenal. And then the lad beside him. you know, It's, it's hard to believe a small club like Kenny, like Ballyhale, and they're producing a TJ Reid and an Owen Cody and an Adrian Mullen. Like, that would take massive stopping in any club scene. Uh, I thought Owen Cody was just phenomenal. One five from play. Um, you know, everything. The goal, even, they got. And, and you talk about work rate. You talk about, I suppose... At the breakdown of the game, and um, you know the, the way they set up uh, matchups. Mikey Butler did a great job on, on, on Tony Kelly once again. Um, but you talk about the the, the things that win matches, and I suppose managers want to talk about hooks, blocks, uh, positions, uh, winning the wrong ball. You know all the kind of this, the cliche stuff, really, and the easy talk about stuff. But that goal came from Billy Ryan, who was probably not um, having a brilliant game uh, up front, but was doing his job in terms of getting flicks. He got that uh, little flick in and albeit a, a, a risky mistake from um, you know Rory Hayes to come out with the ball and try to run it out um, but what do you do? Do you lump it long and be given out to just hitting aimless ball down the field or do you stick to your game plan and try to run it out and just got caught and uh, Owen Coy didn't have enough of time um, but buried in the back of the net and if you look even at the Galway game the other night not to go away from the Kenny game the, the smallest of margins and, and the the smallest of, um, you know, teams wins matches. Um, if you look at the save on Murphy made, came off the hurl, off the crossbar, and Hugh Lauder got a, a, a bit of a, a bit of a hit to clear kind of the lines more so. You know, got it out enough so, so the goal wasn't on. Cotill yes, yesterday got a flick, or on Saturday evening. sorry, got a flick. Wasn't, um, didn't even look to where he was hitting it, and it came to Glen buried in the back of the net. And then the goal chance maybe Conor Whelan um, missed. Well, it was more of a save, meeting, more so from uh, Casey. That the hand pass, it was just maybe three seconds that little bit high. It looped up, and Conor Whalen had to wait for it to come down, allowing the defence to get back and kind of cover. If that hand pass was just like maybe TJ's, just inch perfect, that could have been a, a goal, you know. And there are the fine margins of win matches. And there are the things maybe that Claire missed out on, um, on, on yesterday was that the clinical of Kilkenny. Uh, taking their uh the right option at the right time. You know, there was there was wide, Clay only drove nine wide, but still Kenny only drove six wide. No, you talk about such fine margins in big
1: games. Yeah, I think there twenty three wides in the in the, the same fixture last year, so clearly different from that perspective. Um Shane O'Donnell brilliant game as well. Taggy and probably unlucky, you know, when someone has a performance like that in Croke Park in a semi final and they're on the losing side it's it's disappointing. Uh were you were you surprised on seventy minutes to see Aaron Shanahan coming into the fray? so late obviously I don't know if he was carrying a knock or whatever I don't think he was but uh, some of the decision making from that regard by uh, by Brian Lohan
2: has put him in the red in the performance maybe rankings maybe that's why yeah yeah
1: yeah but were you surprised to see that Taggy?
0: Uh, look it was yeah I, I, it really was um, I, I thought uh, a few changes I thought first of all at half time that look they had to change the whole system uh, and they did uh, they went away from um, the sweeper system I was very surprised that they didn't um, bring guys off the bench um, I, I, I couldn't understand it Aaron Sharon for me is a kind of eye that comes on and he's a target and if, if you're looking for goals and if you're looking to win the matches if you had Aaron Sharon and Peter Duggan in there that's a, that's definitely an out ball um, he's done it in the past he's got big goals he's a ball winner uh, he can create havoc in that full forward line and just to bring in something different you know just just to shake it up because you know Clare were getting to grips with the game but Kenny kept coming back at him and they weren't really you know, getting that two, three points ahead. So why not make the change? And and look, if you look at the flip side, Terry made changes very, very quick. He entered the bench, used five subs. Um, I I think the, the Clare only used two, maybe three subs yesterday. I, I'm not too sure. Um, but look, it, it goes in training, uh, I suppose as well, guys. You have to see, like, was he going well in training? Was he not? Uh, was it just kind of pluck him out of the stand for the sake of it? But. I wouldn't put an Aaron iron on just for that out ball and if they're looking for a goal and they needed a goal um, towards the end of that game, they weren't going to win it by, by getting points. Um, he was the man to put on. So maybe um, decision making there uh, was a bit slow. We've seen it in the Munster final where um, Hayes on Gallan, like it should have been changed for me after 20, 25 minutes and, and to, he was left on. But look, it's easy me talk here on a Monday morning uh, when they're in the heat of battle. and I find sometimes when, when they're on the sideline, for me anyway, it's actually very hard to see kind of sometimes what's going on on the pitch. I like to be like, Uh, 10 seats up with a a bit of height so I can kind of have an overview of the match so definitely changes there should have been made I felt I was asking Jackie Tyrrell on
2: Saturday how he'd deal with Gillan, right? And he basically put out, took out a copybook and tried to draw a d- diagram, okay? He was going <laughs> to play him from the front, from the side, from the left, from the right. There was a fella coming in behind. It was all. There's, I was, only, there's,
0: only, there's only one way Jackie Tyrrell to play <laughs> Gillan now, I think we know what way that would be. <laughs> he'd be trying to shove him over that sideline every minute he'd, he'd get.
2: And I'd say he'd still love the chance. Yeah, I could yeah. see him itching to get in. But, you know, the, the shift now focuses to. Limerick, doesn't it? And uh, I suppose what what you can do to to suffocate the likes of Galan. And uh, would you be worried?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm worried about Gillan, I'm worried about Flanagan. I'm worried about Hegarty. I'm worried about <laughs> Lynch. I'm worried about, yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about 18 or 19 uh, <laughs> guys there in a green journey, to be honest. Uh, look, I'm going to enjoy this clear one anyway for at least 24 hours. And uh, I, I might sit down <laughs> and think about it tomorrow, on. But... No, no, Galan. Uh, I think Galan is—he's uh, in for hurler of the year. Uh, I think with On Cody, uh, I think whoever wins the Ireland will probably end up picking it up. Um, depends on the Ireland farmers, uh, of course, but the two boys are in serious form. Galan is unmarkable. Um he, He's getting quality ball in. Um I think you have to stop at that source. Easier said than done. Uh You, you say stop at the source. He saw the goal he got against uh, Galway. He caught the ball over Doherty Burke. Not an easy thing to do. That was a fifty-fifty ball, realistically and that's Gillan coming in just being cute and catching it. Uh, the man's on fire but I still think he is making that Limerick uh, team tick. Um not just because of the match on Saturday night if you're wrong him in Limerick maybe have not been going as strong as they were. Uh he was the out, he was the out guy. He was keeping them uh, ticking over um when they weren't playing that well and he was getting scores. The man is the man is phenomenal. One of the greatest corner forwards I've ever seen and I suppose a clip bed corner forward himself but he, his ability just to kind of have one touch into the hand, three steps, and it's either a goal or over the bar. Um, you know, that that's that's serious, serious hurling. And he's collecting the ball around the 21. Like, I like play corner forward, and he must be starting literally on the end line then. And he must be timing his run so much because you're t- when you're a corner forward, you're making a run, and sometimes the ball is delayed maybe at three or four seconds. Next thing you're on the 21, and you're collecting the ball around the 40. Uh, that's no good, really, because you're out the field and trying to get the score then it's just harder. So his timing of the run... His lateral kind of running of which he's and, and, and his ability to know. And this is just playing with a team for so long that the ability you know, he's going to know where that ball is going to be, that it's just all in sync at the minute, it's just all thrown for him. So he's, you, he's starting his run all.
2: on the goalpost. So yeah, he's he's yeah. actually, his ankle is touching the goalpost on some instances. And I, it was this this season, I've had the pleasure of watching a lot of Munster Championship games in, in the stadium. And his run is so deep. And I, I had said that to Jackie as well. And he said, well, sure, look, he's making so much space for himself. Because as you said, if you're starting your run on the 21 and you're going out to the 40, you're eating into the space that you're trying to create for yourself. So that goalpost start is a game changer. You know, it's...
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, if, oh, Murphy now, he wants to be strapping to that goal post if he could and, and preventing his uh, preventing his runs. But th- that's it. He's starting from so deep and he's collecting the ball in the danger area of the 21. And uh, his first touch is immense. He's brilliant in the air. He's a very, very, very strong guy. Uh, his hurl is, I think, a 32-inch, 33-inch. He's nearly unhookable. Um, he's, he's bringing guys into the game. You've seen his little uh, deft touch there for Flanagan there. Just one touch and the Flanagan bang over the bar. So, uh, as a unit, they're playing very well. And uh, look, Limerick are just a different juggernaut altogether. They're actually, they, 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 got so much better in that second half. They were actually getting more physical. They were getting stronger. They were getting more confident. Albeit the Galway went out of the game for the last 50 minutes completely. But still, look, they're, they're just a different, different animal and they're going for four in a row. I suppose just to whet the appetite a small bit. Uh, well, the last team that's done the four in a row was Kilkenny and, uh, look, <laughs> no, Kilkenny are in the Ireland now and they will, they won't want a Limerick team to, to match their record of four in a row. So, uh, a bit of motivation, or a little bit of media there for, for the next That's the, of the chip days.
2: on the shoulder that Owen yeah. Cody was talking about <laughs> yesterday. I think uh, you're feeling yeah. very hard done by there up in Leinster with all of your uh, anti-Leinster bias.
0: <laughs> I think that, yeah. Look, I think it came out a little bit in Owen's speech maybe about the, the talk about Munster hurling, and now the All Ireland is uh, Limerick and Kilkenny Ke- Ke- again. Uh, but look, the Munster Championships was just brilliant. Like it, it was point for point, and um, you know what? It, it was just a phenomenal. It's just a standard of the teams in. Munster are uh, a little bit better than the standard of the teams in Kilkenny but when they come down to the Kilkenny's and the Galways they can definitely compete with Munster teams and you see in Longhoy, they're small but all right uh, kind of in between the lines if you read between the lines you could see it coming out with small but all right yeah, slightly. there was More no lines, lines or... Taggy there was no, no yeah,
1: lines <laughs> <nice. Yeah. laughs> can, I, can I finally ask you Taggy before we let you go Um, from a Kilkenny perspective what did you make of the referee in performance yesterday
0: Oh look, I I thought it was um, I thought he was relatively good. Um at, obviously the big call was, was the goal that was disallowed. Um but I felt I was looking at I felt that the they gave him, the ball was hit in. Hugh Lauder, yes, he was he caught the ball and dropped it and the whistle was blown. And I just felt that the whistle was gone that millimetre of a second before uh, he latched onto it and uh, before the goal. I, I felt even Lauder kinda of maybe stopped his run slightly because he just, he, either he heard the whistle, or he just felt that they were going to get the advantage, and, and it was a free. So that, that's obviously a big talking point. I know alone came out, and he was kind of giving out about the referee, and things like that. I thought overall, um, his display was relatively good. Yes, we won the game. If we lost the game, I would have
1: said the same, to be honest. Fair. Okay. I believe you. I believe I you. I don't. <laughs> Taggy, great stuff as always. Thanks a million. Thanks, Taggy. Thanks, lads.
0: OTB AM, The Sports Breakfast Show, from off the ball.